You realize we spend a third of our life sleeping? I know, stuck in traffic was a good guess, too. But now that you know you sleep so much, why aren't you sleeping on the most comfortable mattress arguably made in America? A brand new iComfort Eco by Serta. It's supportive and designed to keep you cool, comfortable, and feeling restored. Or check out Serta's perfect sleeper for pressure-relieving comfort and support while maintaining a balanced temperature. Serta mattresses made right here in Michigan, and they have been for over 110 years. Go to Serta.com. Find a retailer near you. That's Serta.com. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Cash the Ticket presented by FanDuel, Jim Costa, Mike Valeni. Here we are on a Tuesday, and we owe people a mailbag. We are going to investigate, try to find any systems that aren't systems plays. And Mike has promised a tour of the Bad Labs LLC facility. That's right. What, what is that? Uh, Bad Idea Labs is the place where parlay creation happens. And I've got an entire staff of little elves um, uh, putting this together because it's a winter advisory here in Michigan. You may or may not tell Jim and I are not in the same place right now. Uh, It's an ice storm that's not an ice storm but performs like an ice storm. No kids are in school. Uh, It is misery. It is going to rain slash sleet slash snow slash rain basically the next three days it's it's the worst because it freezes over and yeah. you think it's not that bad like i drove home late last night after working at the station you go oh this is great we're testing the brakes because it doesn't look bad but that no. ice that freezes over is no joke but what it does is there is no social life no in times like this no you're not leaving the house and, unless you have to right and i i put a little netflix time in last night with the lady oh. meaning oh look college at you. Ba- college basketball is here and i don't give a shit because now if i want to watch ball state at buffalo on espn plus i'm gonna do it i'm a man i'm 40 i'm gonna do it now so what i'm crafting is my entertainment for the night Okay. I treat this like instead of going to dinner, my dinner date is going to be something egregious like Bowling Green laying one to Kent State or Kentucky is a short, creepy favorite at South Carolina, who's absolutely booty, by the way. Um, so I will take you in bad labs. And we promised because we highlighted on an episode last week what I'd been doing with college basketball, which are these money line but not money line, but kind of money line parlays. And I've hit three straight, which means this won't hit. But I'm going to take you inside bad labs, bad idea labs. Where only bad things can happen. Where only have bad fun. things happen and your budget goes boo-boo. But but here's the thing. it's enter- This is the entertainment part of this. Yes. We always talk to people, Jimmy. This is not, I'm not sitting here telling you this is a strategy for success. This is called, I live in Metro Detroit. It's the dead of winter. And daddy wants to watch a little college basketball. So I, I'm not going to sit there and rifle multi-unit plays on games that are only available on someone's camcorder or iPhone. But when you cobble the system that's not a system and you put it together, 
we can create a magical word, a word known as value. Value. And Evan is, by the way, performing some operations on Vito to get him functional by the end of uh, the week here so he can return for conference championship season. (laughs) It's so important. There's a screwdriver. There's power tools, batteries. It's a whole thing. We killed Vito to cactus. He's toast. Vito, Vern, Um, whatever he's going by. Yeah. So, all right. We'll get to Bad Idea Labs a little later in the program. You want to start with the mailbag, which we do. We owe the people. Okay. The first one says NBA and system bets. This is from Martin. Cash the ticket podcast at gmail.com. If you want to be like Martin, he says, hey, guys, just wanted to confirm 100% what Mike said. The NBA is unbettable. Guys aren't trying. Nobody plays defense. I've tried a few plays out of boredom, and I'm one in five. It's a joke. I've done the work. It doesn't matter. Yeah, no, and 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 you know what? If someone out there has a great record in the NBA and and they let you behind the curtain in a transparent manner, uh, I encourage you support them, subscribe to them, listen to them. I I, I just don't know who that person would be. The NBA on. last night is a case study. You're right. I mean, Joel Embiid shoots twenty three free throws on his way to seventy. The, the other night. The Nets give up a 22-0 run to finish the game and right. lose. How do you cap for that? How, Wait, and, how do you how, like you do all I'm your research? You. you look up your matchups and pace and rebound. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter because what we're dealing in here, we have a league that is off the rails. See, all right. I don't want to have an argument with you. I'm actually in a decent mood, even though I've Why just found out I have to look at your face Sunday afternoon and oh, work it's with you. Be b- bonus programming on the ticket. Yeah, I know, I know. And I'm, I'm. If it wasn't you and Rico, I never would have shown up. But my point is, the NBA analytics has taken this thing, and now we've gone too far. Right? It's what baseball had to correct some of this yeah, now. So before we get into a fight, just yeah. know I'm not yelling at clouds. Okay. You're telling me we got to take and make more threes than our opponent. All righty. So now every team. Now, I got no problem with the Denver Nuggets shoot 43s. They're qualified. Like, it's. I like how you say that. They're qualified. They're qualified. They got work it's, experience. It's all right. They got an apprenticeship under their belt. And you got other teams. It's like homeless people trying to buy a $2.4 million mansion on a lake. You're not qualified. I'm not running this credit report. This is <laughs> truly ridiculous. Like, you're the Charlotte Hornets. You are not qualified to be shooting 43s a night. You're the Pistons. So you have this problem that stylistically and roster construction-wise, the game is totally – it's homogenized. Now, nobody – there is no defensive team or I play through the post or grit and grind or seven seconds or less or – Hey man, we're really good, you know, jump shooting. T- well, no, you're shooting threes or dunking. And sometimes you're passing up a dunk to kick out for three. We've created a real problem. Now, here's the other issue the NBA draft. Now, this is where I go. All right, this is where my man Cookies, I can already see it. His hair is quaffed. He's feeling confident. He's going to get mad at me here. The one and done in college basketball, what we've created is a draft that is useless. Now, that kills me to say it because I used to love the NBA draft. I'd make a party of it. The players you draft can't play. They're not ready to play. They're not ready now. They're probably not ready next year. You got to wait till year three for some of these guys to both A, be functional, and B, be of legal age to have a beer. We, we have a problem. Because look at, look at for instance, Jim and I do the show based in Detroit. 
The Pistons are drafting people that, simply put, aren't ready to play. Can't play. Asur Thompson, can't play. Oh, well, he had a 20 and an eight. Stop. In an 82-game set, I can you play 30 minutes a night and, and play plus ball? No. Well, I took you fifth overall. NFL, I get C.J. Stratton. I get Witherspoon. Yeah, I I, I get Jameer Gibbs. I, I have yes seen. Why do you think Ryan. I was going to yell at you? No, I just because I know it's a very old man, like like Red Arbach. I should have like a, a fat cigar well, I, I in don't my think, mouth. I don't think there's any secret. College basketball was better with juniors and seniors, and the product then was better when they got to the NBA. It's you but, can't bet this crap you because can't, you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube either. You the can't tell problem. guys they can't go pro. No, and the, the other problem is look at the salary structure. Do I have a problem with a salary cap? Not really. But the max contract has done, it's like artificial pricing. Well, if one house in the neighborhood, which is infinitely better than all the others, has sold at this comp per square foot, all other houses are not now worth that. Because I got bad news for you, all right? Anthony Edwards square footage is a hell of a lot more valuable head to toe than say the square footage of Tobias Harris. So it's just this issue where now I got max players in every town, even though there's how many max players really exist in the league in your mind? Without looking it up, I don't know, 15. And there's 60. Right. Then we have the problem. You got bench guys. Like, you got a Marvin Bagley, who's a bum, making 15 a year. Beef Stew, Mr. Isaiah Stewart. If you don't live in Detroit, you have no idea who he is. Oh, no, that's a real human. I hate making 12, 13 a year. So the construction of this is all off. The, the, the amount of guys that can play the style of ball that is necessary to play in today's NBA. And then here's the last problem. They've told the officials, free throws everywhere. 30, 40, 50 a night. I, I just... Hey man, I'm an NBA guy. Uh, I I do enjoy, I love the NBA, but I admit it to you, I find it impossible to watch the regular season. I really do. And betting it, I'm man enough to admit, I'll I'll dabble. I'm probably straight up 500 on the year. I don't have some great record. I don't do them on the on the pod. But if I'm doing what I'm doing tonight, this is my entertainment. You know, Evan's gonna have 17 gummies. Uh, I'm gonna watch college basketball. I have him with the thumbs up. Buffaloes. You know, Evan, I want to get you a slot machine for your house. Can we do that? What does a Buffaloes slot machine cost? Like, what would that cost? Way too much. I, I can't do it. <laughs> no, hold on. I want to get a lightly used. This is like one the of those... meanest thing you could do. You know he can't help himself, and you want to put that in his home? Because he's only playing with his money. He just scoops yeah, the money the out of the casino comes and collects it from me. You know, a guy, guy comes with one of those little dollies at the end of the month and just – Yep. Tim and I show up in a Briggs truck. <laughs> Evan's wife is like, what are you guys doing here? Why are you wearing those uniforms? Excuse me, miss. Step to the side. Key. Bing. All the coins come out like the old days. Yep. But no, I um, I, I, I agree with the texter, uh, the, the, the emailer. I, I don't have a great play on the NBA. And if you're laying big points, good luck. You could win by 50. Team could lose outright. I mean, last night. I mean, the Toronto Raptors are like eight-and-a-half-point favorites at home against the Memphis Grizzlies team that does not have John Morant. Lost Loses outright. outright. Yep. Why? <laughs> what? Can't make sense of it.
The NBA playoffs are underway, and you want to get to the game? Me too, but I'm a Pistons fan. Let me live through you. Get your tickets with Game Time. Game Time is an authorized ticket marketplace of the NBA, which means you're getting your playoff tickets even faster. Prices on Game Time actually go down closer to tip-off. Save up to 60% buy on last minute for sports, concerts, comedy, whatever. Like, let's look at the Denver Nuggets. Reigning champs, hot ticket. You click on the uh, the game in the app. Flash deals under 300 bucks. Yellow lightning bolt. It stands out. Red fire emoji. Cheapest seat 115 bucks, and that's all in pricing. That's no surprise fees at checkout. I've used Game Time to buy Red Wings tickets. Nothing better than going to a baseball game day of. Boom, boom. You click in. Easy to navigate. Take the guesswork out of buying NBA tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app and create an account. Use that code Cash for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem the code. Cash, C-A-S-H, for $20 off. Download the Game Time app today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Martin's email goes on to say college systems are money, though. Bridge crossing is autoplay. He says, I've been doing it for years. 60, 65 percent winner. He ends the email saying um, that I need a big parlay hit. Don't worry. We're going to try to deliver that later in the Bad idea. Labs has got you. And he says, I didn't hear Valeni deny leaving Detroit. He's busting your balls. He says, I'm sure a live podcast could sway him away. What are we talking? What did I? What did I not deny? No, we had a guy in the last mailbag go. I hope Mike never leaves Detroit. You didn't say anything, so he's just busting your oh, balls. Stop. And he said, "Okay, he's, hold on. I, I yeah. know, I know, I know." You want you want the PSA here? Let let me help you with this. I don't care. I ain't leaving. I, I mean, I, I I've I've he turned down more jobs. Than people I, I get know. offered. I I don't I don't have a reason to leave. Like, yes, it's no secret. For years, there was a time in my life I wanted to go to New York. Um. It just didn't, it's, it's, I'm at a point in my life now. I don't want it. I can't be any clearer. Take it from me who goes to New York 20 to 25 times a year. Do I love the city? Yes. Do I want to live there? No, I'm done. I don't have patience for it anymore. And the city's falling apart. I really don't want any part of it. Do I want to trade in the chips? I mean, look here, let's go behind the curtain. Are Jim and I friends? Yes. Do I like to think that I've played a role uh, of an older brother or mentor to Jim uh, from a business standpoint? Yeah. Absolutely. So it's this idea of building a business doesn't happen overnight. If I were to leave, I got to rebuild my business. It would take 18 to 24 months. And I don't know that I'd ever be able to build it the way I've built it here. You know, I like living here. I can make fun of this town because I live here. But newsflash, people who live in L.A. make fun of L.A. People who live in San Francisco bitch about it nonstop. Mm -hmm. New Yorkers, please. But overall, I like it here. 
And yeah, I'd like to think I helped build this station and help sustain this station. And I think Jim is about to do the same thing in the morning slot and together. Yeah, I do there. I don't, you know what? Who cares? The podcast. I, 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 I think we're going to have one of, if not the strongest one, two combo in the company in America, find another station. That's got a morning drive and an afternoon drive, like what we're going to put together. So look, man, if I have to deny, like, that's the other thing I've never done, Jim. I don't really acknowledge rumors. I let people write whatever the fuck they want. I don't care. Like, no one even knows when my deal is up. They have no idea. You know why? Because I don't let this company put press releases out. I don't care. I don't need any, I need no attention for nothing. So I care about ratings and revenue. I don't give a shit about anything else. Oh, well, you'll never win a Marconi that way. Who cares? Shove it up your ass. I don't care. So do we, <laughs> Just, so do so I'm built we, different, man. But no, I'm not leaving, man. This what, is this what, is so, home. But a live podcast. He says, "What about a live podcast? What if they throw you Saudi money? They say, oh, I'm out. Yeah, no, sorry. I, I, I traded. That was the I joke. That, that was. The- yeah, no. I mean, it, <laughs> hey, listen. You know, now you want to pay me 20 mil a year, and you want me to broadcast from twice uh, a week, Uzbekistan. Right. I, I got you. Whatever you need. I, no, but I, it, it just. You get to a point where you establish who you are and what your value is, and you get to call your own shots, launch your products, and I primarily get left alone. I just do my thing. I work with people I want to work with, and away we go. But yeah, no, dude, that's I'm just done with it. Like I don't, I don't care. Here's the other thing, Jim. Look at what we do. What are the great sports cities in America? Oh, I've said this for years, but I mean, I grew up here, so it doesn't. But it's mean New York, the same as coming Boston, Philly, Chicago, Detroit. Maybe DC. Maybe and the argument. The argument. And I know the late great Jamie Samuels and people locally remember he made this point. We have the pro teams, and yep. unlike a lot of those northeastern markets, we get to do college stuff. College yes. football matters here in a way that it doesn't in Boston and New York and hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah. So yeah, no, I, I I thought we were well beyond that, but uh, yeah, I, no, I was no. not trying to set you off on a tangent. I thought it was a. Fun oh, I don't liner. care, Jim. I'm loose as a goose. I don't care. It's just more. You're right. I don't do interviews uh, once in a great while, once in a great while, maybe one a year tops. I don't care. I go to work. I do my job. I go home. And yes, I like living here. I like Detroit. My wife and I are very happy here. And I can visit New York anytime I want. And I'll tell you what the feeling is every time I go back to LaGuardia. God, I can't wait to get home. I'm done. I'm done with it. No disrespect to any of my boys at FAN, but I'm fucking done. You can't have me. I'm out. This next one, it says, a gift for Mike from Jason. He says, it seems like, Costa, you have a knack for finding funny gifts. I found one for Mike. It made me laugh. I'm just going to show you the picture. I did not purchase this for you. Can you okay. Can you see? Hold on. Can we? Oh, my God. Does that say gabagool and it's a ghost instead of a piece of Italian meat? Yes. Need, and he's need it. Need and he's it. doing the 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 cutlets with does both that hands. Come in like a, cool. Does that come in a Stanley versus a coffee mug? Like, yeah, can this I get mug's a, like twelve bucks. I'll buy it for you. Hold on. Does it come in like a um, one of those Stanleys? Are, yeah, like or um, the people or, are or just fighting a, each a other over. Yeah, like the the standard coffee cup. You'll have thirty of those. I like more of the thirty-two ounce variety, but that's hilarious. Gobble that's cool serious hilarious. Goes. Send that's that beautiful. to me. All right, I will email. I'll forward it over to you. A gift for Mike. That's tremendous. Uh, this next one says, uh, okay, this is fun. This is a little different. We haven't addressed this in a while. Uh, it's from, let me make sure how he signs it. Bryce from England, moving back to Michigan this summer. I'm done staying up watching 4 a.m. night games. He says, hey, guys, 
it stuck out to me because one, yes, only one player mentioned transferring to Michigan via the portal. This is absurd considering Michigan just won the title, but highlights the NIL situation in Ann Arbor. He says, I would love to hear your thoughts on what it means for the future of the team. And would new coach, hopefully Sharon Moore, have the influence to change this? We know Harbaugh isn't changing it, even though he has Midas touch in Ann Arbor. Uh, again, I have strong thoughts on this. This is the problem with your coach flirting with the NFL every year. It's the problem with the NCAA sanctions that are going to be used against you. Uh, it's uncertainty is really hard to out recruit. So look, now they've had contributors from the portal, uh, the corner from UMass this year. They got the Arizona State tackle who was meh, um, but they've used the portal. They have Mike Dana came from the portal. Mm-hmm. Mike Dana from CMU, who now High plays school. for the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, I'm making a point. Um, different ways to build it. Uh, I don't agree with schools not using it. Clemson, hello, looking at you, Dad. Oh, But I also think it's a complete folly to do what guys like Dion are doing, which is average is not going to recruit high school. But no, I mean, the Ann Arbor thing, again, Harbaugh could be named the Chargers coach by the time this comes out. How do you, how do you get kids to come to you and you can leave 10 minutes later? It's uncertainty. It's dueling NCAA investigations. I, I I don't know. And plus, let's face it, man, kids coming in from the portal want to start. Who the hell was starting for a team that probably featured 19 NFL players? Now, this year, would it be a great year to go to the portal? Yeah. One problem. I'm pretty sure you're losing Harbaugh and Jesse Minner. That's a little difficult. No. And for the NIL stuff, no disrespect, uh, Bob or whatever your name is in in in, in England, J.J. McCarthy's making seven figures. You know, Blake Corum makes a hell of a lot of money. Someone ask him about his LLC at some point, please. But my point is, you have a good NIL collective. But yeah, if you think you're going to do what Ohio State's doing, yeah, yeah like, like you're not going to do what Ohio State's doing and go and get Caleb Downs. You're not going to go and get this Alabama quarterback commit. You know, has Alabama State Damn. or has, has Ohio State spent 12 mil in the portal? Maybe. Are you doing that? No. But your player retention. Michigan's done. Yeah, that's the big thing. Player retention. Money. And they've done a good job hitting the portal. Olo with Timmy a couple years ago was a yes, great center Virginia. that they got from Virginia. That they, they aren't opposed to it. They got a linebacker from Nebraska a year ago. What I would tell you is the portal season is not over. The portal season's never over. They well, might end up better, with a couple, right, of, end up with a couple more better. guys. You're never gonna <laughs> let that go. I, I'm uh, sorry. I'm sorry. A couple more emails. Got some good ones. Uh some stuff about futures. I want to get to that after we get through more of these fun ones. Yeah, and if, flood t- us with emails if you're listening to this right now. The mailbag show is the loosest, most enjoyable of the week because it's it's feedback from you guys. Cash ticket podcast at gmail.com. Send them. It could be good, it could be bad. I mean, we're all in this together. So yeah. send them, man. I love I love mailbag day. It's very calm for me. Tony emails us. Oh, no, no. Sorry. The headline is Tony Stubbefield. It's from Tim in Michigan. He says, gentlemen, your listeners deserve to hear thoughts on Tony Stubbefield being dismissed as DePaul's basketball coach. For people who are longtime listeners of the pod, you know why this email was sent. But, Mike, would you like to reintroduce yeah. this man to our listeners? Yeah, and it might be something, and I I, I hesitate. I don't want to ambush Evan because I know he's incredibly busy and I have infinite respect for Evan. Um, maybe it is a reposting of uh dear tony stubblefield an episode that uh got a lot of uh people excited last year and we could say look furious in honor of tony stubblefield getting fired here's the genesis of mike's uh hatred of tony stubblefield the paul men's basketball head coach 
maybe it's a good repost today for the people and label it. Say, listen, this is a throwback episode in honor of Tony Stubblefield going bye-bye. But long story short, so, yeah, we call it the Valentine's Day Massacre in these parts. But Tony Stubblefield drew my ire on a night. Uh, I had bet them. Uh, I believe they were a dog to St. John's last year. And they were up late. And yes, some missed free throws. My point is you're up three with about, I, it might have been three seconds left. And this ingrate moron, Tony Stubblefield, doesn't fall. I hate coaches who don't foul up three with under five seconds to go. I think it's criminal. You are you are actually performing a criminal act. He doesn't foul. St. John's throws up this Gus Macker, try hard, Hail Mary, and it goes in. Now we're going to overtime. And what happens is they eventually lose and don't cover in double overtime, 92 to 83. At that point, I believe on Wednesday, February 15th of last year, I released the episode, Dear Tony Stubblefield. Um, it's worth a listen. It's enjoyable. Um, it just pisses me off. You know, Tone, you got real people out here betting real money, and you're a real asshole. All you got to do is follow. St. John's cannot win that game if you follow. You don't. Miracle shot ensues. You lose in double OT. You know, respect the betters. Isn't that really what it's about? Respect yes. the betters out here, Tony. You was it you who found this or Evan? One of you two saw that he got fired like yesterday or the day before. I broke in the radio show live. Oh, did you? So this would have been yeah, yesterday at like four o'clock or something. Yeah, I broke into it, and I and Rico was like, "Wait, what?" And I'm like, "Hey, remember DePaul last year?" He goes, "Oh, Mike, can you was, help me out? Because yeah. you're a big college hoops guy in a way that I'm not. Yeah, and I like the sport, but you you eat it up. Why isn't DePaul a better?" program they're in chicago they should recruit well i feel like they've had moments in the past why is yeah. this not a better job or better yeah team? it's um you know for a long time i i used to question it but here's here's what happens you start to realize something that outside of a little bit of cheating uh they've been bad for a long while they really have you i mean you have to really to the last time they made the ncaa tournament multiple years in a row you got to go back to the late 80s, okay? And for them to th – th that is really it. They've had two periods of success. And if you really want to distill it, it'd be from basically 1975 to 1991 or 92. That's it. And that was Joey Meyer as that coach, Ray Meyer, his dad, coaching before him. Look, it's a small – I believe it's a Jesuit university – you know, you don't have an on-campus arena. They were playing out by Midway Airport for a long time. Um, and look, college basketball, you know to drill. You know, the city of Chicago, that's a tough place to recruit for a long time. Um, you can ask Dollar Bill Self about it. you got to bring the suitcase. So there's just a multitude of factors. And when you really look at it, I mean, look at a conference they play in or have played in. You know, they didn't do themselves any favors. The other problem, you've hired a lot of bad coaches. I mean, who are we kidding? I mean, Dave Leto, Oliver Purnell, Jerry Wainwright. Like, I mean, they have made some egregious hires. And the last time they were any good where you had the Quentin Richardsons and Bobby Simmons of the world, you had Pat Kennedy there. If memory serves me right, I'm pretty sure something went down there. So it's just one of those. Look, it's a lot like St. John's, man. They're hard jobs. Like you think, oh, I'm in the big city. I can just recruit the local high schools. It's not like it used to be. These kids are in AAU or they transfer to one of these factories like IMG or Mount Verde or what, what you know, what, what is Oak Hill still a thing? But the or Winchington. 
Like, am I really going to go play for DePaul because it's close to home? Everyone's on TV. Yeah. I got an offer from North Carolina. I ain't staying here. Um, yeah, it's it's a and now you get a good player at DePaul. How They're do you gone. Well, exactly, exactly. I mean, first of all, you got one and done plus the portal. Guys hardly stay anywhere. All right, next email, cashticketpodcast at gmail.com. This is a sports betting ethics question, Mike. Sure. This is from Evan in Detroit. He says, Mike and Costa, four Lions fans ventured into Ford Field with one goal this last week. Mm -hmm. Watch the Lions win and go to the NFC title game. We all threw $100 in on the way to the game on an SGP involving the Lions and the later Chiefs game. We paid for our tickets and way extra. Okay, paid for tickets and way extra. He says, question, am I the asshole if this was done on my FanDuel account and took taxes from my friend's winnings? Yes. Let me know. Love the show. Go yes. Lions. Come on, man. You can't do that. That's ridiculous. Now, look, you put a trip together. You did all the reservations. You met, you got the hotel. You booked all the dinners. You know, you you did the reservation. You got the tickets to the game or whatever. Is it your friend's responsibility to probably, like, buy you dinner? Yeah. What you don't get to do is play Scrooge McDuck or the Monopoly Man, and then you're Duke and your friend. No, come on, dude. What are you doing? He no, sent, you don't take He that. sends screenshots, and this was a monster parlay. Lions win, Gibbs touchdown over Alt 44, Baker over Rashad White over Pacheco touchdown, Kelsey touchdown, Alt spread. Massive deal. What did it pay? Hundred bucks a person, and again, we don't really do units on no, no, this no, between but this us. Is but he, he volunteered it out. Right. Four hundred dollars, a hundred dollars a person wagered. This says the total payout on his screenshot was twenty three thousand dollars. Yeah, you you don't get. Come on, you can't tax your boys. I mean, what are you taxing them? So you're each chopping. So is he waiting it. for his tax preparer and go? <laughs> yeah, I mean, dude, you're basically taking six grand home each. Do you really need sixty one, sixty two? What you 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 got to screw your friends on a hundred dollar bill? You all just took twenty five grand home out of a oh, lifetime man. trip. By the way, like this is a cool memory for them. Hell yeah! what I would do is I would screenshot the ticket and I would get it laminated or frame it. Like that is a great Christmas gift for the man cave. You always want to look back at that ticket, but no, you don't get to take taxes from your friends. Come on, dude, be better. What's the matter with you? <laughs> all right, this next one. It's a Lions future question says, hey, guys, I made a future bet for the Lions to win the NFC before the year at 11 to 1. Can you guys help with possible hedge ideas? It's not an amount I'm worried about losing, but the win would be nice. I can't really bet San Francisco money line at laying 300, uh, minus no. 300. It's not a serious option. Do I just let it ride? I think you let it ride. The key to what you said is it's not an amount of money that's going to stress you out. And you know if you go to the Super Bowl, you'll have a way better opportunity to bet against your team, which is – Kind of messed up, but it's about money. Um, now nah, I think you let it ride. Now, if you had one of these wild futures, see, that's the thing. You know, if you're sitting on, look at our last guy. Let's say you're sitting on 25 grand. Yeah, I mean, you could make a case. Like, I'm gonna, I'm willing to let go of X amount of that to bet San Francisco money line and walk away with something, i.e., bet coverage. But no, you're in a spot right here where you're a big dog and you're gonna have to let it ride. I I wouldn't mess with it. We have like several more about Lions futures and hedging, and I could read them all. Is okay. there a general like 
Bible or manifesto to dealing with futures? Like when do you seriously consider putting more money into hedge versus when do you yeah. let it ride? Because I mean, Mike, I could read you probably another three or four of these Lions fans who have futures and various situations. And we could do that. But just to kind of narrow this down for people, is there kind of a rule of thumb? No. Jim, it really comes no, There's some people who tell you never hedge. Let it ride at all times. It's like taking insurance at a blackjack table. Never do it. Um, I think you're in a tough spot. I think if your future involved the Niners or Ravens and you're the favorite, you can always double back and bet the dog, try to middle, hit them both, or cover. But when you're the favorite, I don't know what the hedge is. You know, what What are what are the Niners' money line this week? It'd be like minus 300. Well, like I was saying, yeah, laying 300 minus 300. Ridiculous. No, like, I'll give you another This is from Dario. He says, like Mario, but with the D. Thank you. He says, Mike and Cookies. First Funny. off, love the podcast. You guys provide a ton of entertainment, betting info. I look forward to it every week and every episode. I'm from Detroit. Before the year, I put a future on the Lions at plus 2,100. I'm not looking to cash out for two reasons. The cash out wouldn't even make me one unit on the original bet. And two, if the Lions actually make the Super Bowl, I would hit myself for cashing out. I was wondering what sort of hedging and middle should I be looking at for the NFC Championship game? Keep doing what you guys are doing and keep giving us winners. Sure. What's your take on it first, Jim? Well, like you said, you'd be kicking yourself if you cash out. Um, so you have to ride it out. Now, the middling, I think, is something that you've you've brought up that people don't think about. The traditional hedge is, I bet both sides I can't lose. What you like to do is to throw the middle in there. Mm-hmm. That way you can hit it double. You don't have to give an either or. Right. I mean, that's what we're looking for in this type of situation. But correct. If you have the Lions, the middling is. Yeah, exactly. How do you middle it at that point? Yeah, your own your only middle is what you're a seven point dog. No, I it can't. You you can't do it. What you like is having the favorite in this spot. Now, it doesn't always work that way, but then you could take the Lions plus the seven and you've got a situation where even if the Niners win, uh, you could hit both or at least one and you're fine. That's correct. That's 100% correct. Look, the way it works, too, is like if you have a position on something where it's, let's say you have a total, you know, you're sitting there and like this week, like I like the under in the Ravens game, right? I like under 45. Let's say you get an early touchdown uh, or or how about this? Let's say the game is morbid. I mean, it's like three nothing in the second quarter and they've moved that total to like 36. You could go over 36, but under 45, right? Now you got a nine point middle. You could try to grab them both. I'm saying that's the way it has to work. There's nothing you can do if you have the Lions. Yeah, but yeah, in my world. Say, and then you're just going to have to enjoy what has been a special season and hope it ends up profitable. Now, because they're going to be an underdog either way in the Super Bowl. So Correct. this isn't really going to change uh, based on, you know, the books and the early lines that we've seen. All right. Couple more. This one's from Paul in Troy. He says, guys, great job on the pod. I've tested this system, not a system over the last week. I've hit nine of 13 bets. Amazing. As football season winds down, I have a new reason to extend betting into college ball. The one question I have, Mike, you mentioned the term positive bet differential when describing doing basketball parlays. Can you Mm -hmm. please explain what that means? Sure. Um, There are different resources online. Um, You know, and again, do I use them as gospel? No. Uh, Do I question where these numbers come from? Like Mm -hmm. are sports books really going to let you see? But my point is, we use it as a data point, meaning bet differential is bets and money. So let's say 70% of bets are on one team, but 70% of money is on the other. 
What I want to do is be on the side with a positive differential, meaning 30% of tickets make up 70% of money. Bigger tickets, more serious bets, more serious gamblers, better gamblers, or dare I say, sharp gamblers. Again, is it perfect? Oh, God, no. No. Do I question the numbers? Of course sure. I and, and ideally, you can find numbers that match up because some books will put it out. And again, you go, how real is it if they're giving it to you? But if it's the same across multiple books or even industry sites that don't have right. a sports book backing, you go, OK, if everybody says this is the public side, most books will tell you this is the side the public's betting. That's right. You now, tend to go against it. But the money differential is more than just public versus um sharps that it's is correct. The, it's it's the split it's the gap and i tell you we want positive money differential so it could be like you said 60% of bets but it's 80% of the money that's a positive differential but you tell me if i'm picked up on this well mm-hmm. we the holy grail is less than 50% of the of the um of the bets make up more than 50% of the money Yes, right. yes, but I'll because tell you. Because you could have it where it's 60 and 80, and that's still a positive 20, but we really like when it's below 50 and oh, then God, yeah. considerably over 50 in the money. Oh, 100%. I'll give you an example. Like, there's a, a holy grail game tonight if you wanted it in college basketball. Now, again, it doesn't mean I play the game, but, like, Fresno State is a five-and-a-half-point underdog at home against Boise. Fresno's getting 21% of the bets, making up 48% of the money. Mm-hmm. You're talking about a very robust differential there. Now, um, again, does the public win? Of course they do. You know, d- does it mean all of a sudden that if you liked Kentucky tonight that you don't bet them because what? 80% of tickets make 60% of the money. Look, you have to play the game, but it's just a data point that helps us navigate and stay alive in it. Well, you know, like thing. tonight, do yeah. I like that Purdue is laying 18 and a half and it's 58% of bets, but only 33% of the money. No, but my brain and my basketball knowledge tells me they're going to fucking hit Michigan with a dump truck. Mm -hmm. Now, do I want to lay 20 points in a college hoops game? No, I do not. But could I tinker with that line here at bad idea labs? Uh, Yes. So you just, you got to make decisions for yourself, but use it as a point. You know, if you liked Florida state getting three and a half against Syracuse tonight, well, you'd like them a little more when you find 44% of the bets make 65% of the money. Yeah, I would say, okay, little feather in my cap. Yeah, it's it's a confidence booster more than anything. It's not the sole reason to bet any game. We can't hammer that point enough. You can't blind fire bet differential. You still have to actually take a look at some of the other indicators. And And the last thing I'd say about it, the amount of bets matters too. Like some sites will tell you, we've only collected a couple thousand bets on a game. Well, I'm not going to freak out because... That's Five right. betters could have changed the whole equation. You really do have to let more data come in, especially with the NFL. Late in the week, you get a better idea of some of that stuff. Oh, you nailed it. All right. Uh, I got one more. Make sure, because I like to star these and favorite these and make sure we get these in. Uh, this is from Derek in Royal Oak. He says, hey, guys, I'm what you call a P1 listener. That's a radio term. Wow. This is last year on the Odyssey app. I was told I was in the top 1% of listeners. I listened to over 80,000 minutes of your station. Oh, God. It says, I'm the opposite of Costa because I grew up a state fan but went to WMU. We all know Jim loves Michigan. And he says, anyway, 
I'm just going to ignore that. It says, anyways, I got back from a great game at Ford Field, watched the end of the AFC divisional game, and I was wondering if you guys had any advice on hedging my Super Bowl bets. Okay, oh, we'll do one more. Another one of these. I know. It says, I have the two underdogs, but I only have the Chiefs if they beat the Lions. I did it before the season, so I didn't have to put a lot on it, but the payout's good. I want to know if you guys have any ideas. So basically, he did an exacta is what it sounds oh, like. He, uh, he sent the ticket. Chiefs to beat the Lions are plus 7,000. Oh which is just God. astronomical. And then he has Lions to win the Super Bowl at plus 3,000. Just, I think we're getting to a point where if you have these these gifts and you only put a couple bucks in, you just let them ride, right? I mean, I don't want to overthink this at this point. I mean, if you have Correct. too many moving pieces and too many moving parts, by the time you hedge against the Chiefs and against right. the Lions and against both of them, it, like, sure, I guess you could do it. But, yeah, I, but here's I the know. other thing. You got to get to the actual game. Not a two or three game sequence. Right, that's my point. If you start hedging this out a round early, or some people want to hedge two rounds early, there's too many variables. And if you have two or three of these tickets, you're going to end up zapping any of the, not any of it, because these are still long shots, but a lot of the juice. That's 100% right. 100% right. All right. Uh, by the way, that's not to discourage people from sending in legitimate hedge questions, but we're getting inundated with Lions fans who are understandably sitting on these tickets they've been waiting their whole life for. And I think maybe that's the last note on it. You've waited your whole life for this. Ride it out. See what's up. Unless it's a life-changing amount of money. And then, yeah, you probably do need to start crunching some numbers. Correct. All right, Mike, you want to take a quick look at the board. I think <laughs> there's one system play tonight, but I want your verification. Did Evan go back and chart how the system, not a system, is done this season? For the pod and our limited releases, four and two. Okay. I, th I thought he said, uh, okay, yeah, four and two. All right. No, nah, yeah. I mean, we're not including the stuff that we don't do on the pod, and it's a Saturday afternoon. No, I mean, we haven't gotten there yet. So, yeah. Say, you I know, mean, we, that's why we need to start handing out more of these, I think, because, like, last Saturday alone, I sent you five. I think it was three and two, which, again, over the lifetime of doing that is 60%. So sure. That's the but, holy grail. Okay. So, the um, one I have for tonight. Go ahead. Illinois State, they're a 9 and 10 team. The Redbirds, Mike. They're laying a point and a half, hosting 11 and 8 Belmonts. So we have losing team crossing the bridge at home against winning team. Am I missing anything with Illinois State? No. It's a system, not a system. The game I'm debating, this is so disgusting. Nine and nine Ball State is a one and a half point favorite at two and 15 Buffalo. We only bet home sides. Would you do yeah. Buffalo again? Exactly. Would you dare take Buffalo catching one and a half at home? It is the fringe of the system. Now, there are games I like better. Let me tell you. Here's what's interesting. The line opened up at two and a half. Now it's down to two or one and a half, depending where you play. 55% of bets make up 69% of the money on the Bulls. You're going to get me to bet more Mac hoops. I don't want you to do anything, but you wanted to know what would the two qualifying plays be on tonight's board. Those would. Now, I would much prefer Buffalo favored by a point. Yeah, and I know. I know. I was really hoping when I saw it, I was like, oh, tell me that's not a little uh, minus sign. Or yeah, tell I, me it's I, not a plus sign. Give me a minus sign. Yeah, and again, it can be up to a two-and-a-half-point dog at home. That's kind of the limiters I've put on it. Two other ones that that are on the fringe but don't qualify, just to give people kind of uh, what we look for with a few more examples. Yeah. Seven and ten Portland is favored against San Diego, but San Diego is ten and ten. That's not 
losing record against fit. Yeah. And the spreads three and a half, which is again, not the one and a half or the two and a half, that sweet spot. The other one I had Decane, who is oh and five in Atlantic 10 play. Believe they are getting a point, uh, laying a point and a half against St. Bonaventure, the Bonnies that you love. The, the problem, the problem, Duquesne's a nine and, and uh, an eight team. They're a winning record team. So, you know, I, ideally they'd be eight, nine. Ideally they'd be seven and 10. Yeah. But they have a winning record. I thought, hey, maybe a note because they're winless in their conference. But these aren't full blown plays. No. So let's no. not tarnish the record getting nope. cute here. I think the Illinois State one is the one that is the strongest of the plays. You make Illinois your system, not a system, but plays like a system play. Cool. Done. And if you want to dare, Buffalo's the other one that we would put out as a, yeah, be, as a consideration. On as a consideration. I didn't say full play. Okay. All right. Now let's go to Bad Idea Labs, LLC. Mike's <laughs> got the coat on. He's got the, the beakers. He's okay. mixing it. There's a weird fizz and a smell and odor we're really not sure about. It is. So this you is the tell Winter us. Advisory Podcast. Um, so I'm looking for some entertainment tonight. I've hit three in a row on these. We're having some fun. So don't be an idiot. But let's go through the card. And I have talked about how I do this, which is I look for some home favorites. Mm-hmm. And I want a money line them. I don't want to lay no points. Just sing the fight song. Protect home court. Win game. Then I will factor in some underdogs I like. But I'm not going money line. And in fact, I'm going to juice the number a little bit. Oh, well, you're not getting great odds, guys. I'm testing something out. I've had good success with it, and I'm just, I want to let you into bad labs, badidealabs.com. But to be clear, we're cool in a parlay doing some alt lines and getting a better number. You're already getting a juiced payout because you're parlaying stuff. Come on, guys. So the first game I looked at that I thought was super interesting was going to be UMass at home. Laying two and a half to a St. Joe's team that has been very unimpressive as a favorite. Um, They had an escape job the other day as a huge favorite. UMass, short home favorite, laying the two and a half. We're going to go UMass money line. Okay, that's one. The next game I looked at, I go, oh, baby, this is my favorite game of the day. You got to bet this is the ultimate letdown spot. You have got to take Georgia Tech as a home dog against Pitt. Pitt just went into Cameron Indoor. We had players flipping people off. It was chaos. Um, But I want to get a little juicy here. So I'm going to go alt line, and I want to grab myself just a few more points than a flat three, even though I think G-Tech probably wins this game outright. You know what I want to do? I want to grab, let's say, do-do-do-do-do. Why don't you give me five and a half alt line? We're going to pop that in the old parlay machine. All right. All right. Now, the next game on the list, and I want to resort these by time of tip because I know Jim is a very sequential man. Just you got to have something to go by. You get lost in all this. I understand. We're going to go with the Bonnies. I like the Bonnies tonight. I do. But we need some points. We need to give ourselves a little bit of an advantage play, shall we? So let me find them here. Hold on. Where are my Bonnies at? What time's this game tip, Jimmy? Seven o'clock? Seven o'clock tip, yeah. And by the way, Bet Differential likes the other side, but Uh, uh, listen, like I said, it's not the holy grail. Uh, Did they pull this game off the board? I I mean, I'm staring. I I thought I was staring at it. Maybe if I refresh, it's going to be gone. (laughs) Yep, I got it. I got it. We're good. We're good. Um, And by the way, the Bet Differential is the wrong way, but yet the number's going down. 
You just got to love it. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go Bonnie's. I don't need seven and a half. How about Bonnie's getting four and a half? We're going to go ahead and take that. The next game I wanted to add, this is a Jim Costa special. Bowling Green at home, laying one and a half against Kent State. We love our Mac hoops here. A little short Mac favorite. Now, I'm not asking Jim to uh, tell me all about these teams. I'll just tell you, healthy bet differential, short home favorite, 20% of bets make 45% of the money. Uh, shout out the Schottenstein Center, and they got a cold stone across the street, Bowling Green. We're going to add Bowling Green. Let me give you a dog I like in the Big Ten. Now, I don't need to tinker too much with this number because I think they're going to win this game outright, but we'll tinker for the sake of tinkering. I like Minnesota at home in the barn against Wisconsin. Yep. Who I think is massively overrated. Alt-line, give me the Gophers, getting the six and a half. Next, where – see, this is the tough part. Now, okay, How many yeah. legs is this? Is it? <laughs> oh, I mean, we're, we're going. I get Now, I'm going to give you one here, and this is badidealabs.com, but I have watched this team a lot this year, and I'm telling you they are good. This is a good Kentucky team. They can shoot the lights out. And I've also, sadly, watched South Carolina. I watched this team this weekend – Shoot like eight for 24 from the free throw line and lose outright his own fit. They are booty. Kentucky money line. Do they really go to Columbia, South Carolina and dump this game? Now the line looks super weird. Oh, it's yeah, it's incredible. You go, well, hold on. South Carolina by the record should be at and especially at home. We'll stay yeah, away. But yeah, we'll stay away. it's a weird one, dude. Like we're gonna add the system that's not a system play, Illinois State money line. Okay. We are going to go. Hold on. You know, we can, we, you, you, again, when you're going money line now, you can have some fun. Um, I don't want Duke on a road at Louisville. They know nope. frisky. They no, and frisky. I think, listen, Duke might bounce back, but that's still not a spot you want to be fucking around with. You want to do anything with Purdue? A little alt line here. That's I don't want to lay the 18 and a half, but what if I could lay beep, but up, but up, nine and a half? Yeah. I, well, it's man, Purdue laying nine and a half. There's no value there, though. It's still, that's, okay. Minus three fifty. Forget about it. Uh, hold on, just everybody, calm down. We're we're at we're at badidealabs.com. Is Creighton gonna lose at home to Xavier? What about Kalkbrenner? Come on, Shireman. No, I mean you're probably right. Well, but they're it, not what, losing. It, hold on, they're like eight and a half point favorites. So like, what's the money line? Is it even Warren worth putting Buffett's in? at the game? They can't lose. We're playing it. Add them to the list. Okay. Uh, by the way, right now, just to let you know, you're at plus 2,600 on this puppy. Holy oh, baby, but we might not be done yet. Um, like I said, it's a winter advisory. I want to I want to hang out and have a good time. We are not touching Houston laying two and a half on the nope, road. No part of that. Nope, nope, nope. I love a- A&M with their guard play at home. What's a little money line hosting Mizzou? Uh, that boosts you beautifully. That gets you another plus 300 cheddar. We're going to take the Aggies. Good old Buzz. Just to win the his, game. He's going to have his three-piece suit on. And then the finisher. Do we add Fresno State at the end of this? And we juice the points. And we protect this house in Smog City. You know Fresno's the foggiest city, the smoggiest city in America? I did not realize Fun that. Fun fact. 
total miserable place. How about Fresno getting 11 and a half to cap this puppy and to take it to plus 4,000? So just to be clear, that's an alt line. Take alt it line. To, okay. So here's what Bad Idea Labs has for you. Now, if you want to take some of these games off, do it. Please. UMass, money line. Georgia Tech, plus five and a half. Now, I like that game. I could bet that game alone. Yeah, I really I, like Georgia yeah, Tech. Yeah, I like this. They're at home. You're right. Pop a bad pit team. I like that. And Pitt just had the win of their life. Uh, the Bonnies getting four and a half on the road. Alt line. Bowling Green, money line. Minnesota, I, I might like that game as is. But go ahead and get that six and a half alt line. Illinois State system, not a system. Creighton can't lose. We got Warren Buffett in attendance. A&M can't lose. Missouri bluffs. And Fresno State getting the 11 and a half to finish the night. You are at plus 39.66. That is how Bad Idea Labs plays the game. And you pop a quarter of a unit on that. How do you get mad? How do you get mad? Ten legs, unless I missed one. Ten not, I mean, it, it, now, you want to shrink it down. What's the game you don't like on here? Well, it's not that I don't like any. I mean, you got... Some of them are going to give you greater juice, so it's That's the risk why tolerance thing. You have to throw in a couple of the games you actually like within the system that's not a system. Yeah, so like Illinois State being in there, we're not messing with. Georgia Tech brought up to five and a half, really like that, wouldn't touch that, wouldn't alter it. Fresno, you're probably not getting as much value because you're buying like, what, damn near six, seven points. But again, the, you, the more legs you hit, the better the You want Buffalo here. on there? Is that what you're saying to me? And how much do you like Bowling Green? I mean, I like the peripherals on the game. I mean, I, I like I like a short home dog in the Mac. I like the bet differential. Okay. Keep um, it I don't. I, I mean, listen, I'm not sitting here telling you it's any great shakes, but it's a four. You already boosted Minnesota. You've boosted uh, Bonnie's a little bit. I mean, none of this, it, in theory, is bad but i feel these are, like these are bad labs i mean it just to this hit is all bad idea labs llc yeah. now i feel like the game you don't like and it's a highly public side is probably umass want to take umass off the list yeah take it off umass is off the list and we're down to plus 2378 still great you probably gotta add one more uh you you, you want to add buffalo yeah, let's add Buffalo. I mean, that's an that's that's an egregious team. You know, the other one, you like Leonard Hamilton's turtleneck? A dog at Syracuse tonight? Mm. Gonna be a ton of points in that game. I mean, at that over under the number? 155. Uh they're getting three and a half. We could alt line it. We could. With Leonard Buffalo, Ham do you want to just do money line with Buffalo? No. It's a point and a half. The whole premise of this, okay. You're right. You're right. Don't get greedy. Do you want to add more points to Buffalo then oh, rather than have now, the point and a half? Now the, you are talking my language. Because think about it. Point and a half, we get job even though we identified this game. Give yourself, I don't know, you tell me, with free throws at the end of the game. How about four and five, a half? That four, sounds Four and a nice. half, five and a half. Just a little cushion. All right. Take the four and a half. Boom. We're right back up to 4,000. And you want to grab the Florida State to make this? Uh, Ten. What is This is going to be, I mean, we'll probably lose the first game, but this is going to be fun. Uh, plus two. Oh boy, that's a lot of points. No, 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 no. How about Florida State getting nine and a half? And that takes you to a gorgeous plus 5,088. Great. I like that. 
I don't even know if you have to go all the, way up to, go all the way up to nine and a half on it. But let's let's for the sake of building this thing and oh, I built right. it. Let's party. Okay. So yeah, here here's your bad idea labs winner advisory entertainment parlay. You take a quarter of a unit, kick back, relax, and and you basically can monitor everything. Georgia Tech getting the five and a half alt line. The Bonnies getting four and a half. Shout out Ole Ann, New York, plus four and a half. Bowling Green money line. Minnesota, six and a half alt line. Illinois State, money line. Creighton, money line. AM, money line. Fresno, Smog City, 11 and a half alt line. Buffalo, four and a half alt line. Florida State, nine and a half alt line. Come on. How do you how do you hate that? I've got it all jotted down. I'm going to put it in the phone here when we get Are done. Are you really? I'm yes, proud I of you. Guess, guess what I just That's, did? What? I accepted bet. <clears throat> Quarter of unit. Have a good time with it. Play. I mean, guys, the odds, they're not with you. Generally, I've been doing six or seven team parlays, but it's an ice storm, and I'm bored, and I'm openly admitting this is a bad idea. Don't do it. As Jim says, you're adults. Now, the games I actually will bet straight up, I think I'm going to bet Georgia Tech. It's not a system play, and I'm probably going to bet Minnesota. Uh, Those are the two I really like the best, to be honest with you. A couple of short home dogs, good spots. I like those. Well, all right. I'm, I'm going to try to put all these in here. I've got it all written down. Jim's phone I, just exploded. I know, really. Uh, so I think we're good. Mailbag, keep sending those in. We're going to try to do it at least once a week. Schedule yeah. gets a little different once football season wraps up. But we're going to keep putting out content. So cash the ticket podcast at gmail.com. We still have football, though. Friday, conference championship weekend. It's going to be beautiful. Oh, timeout. Evan. Evan. Did you put in? The winner advisory parlay. Did I? No, I couldn't write it down quick enough. We'll get it though. Okay. I'm we need you in on this. And I'm actively going to search for one of those Buffalo's slot machines. I really want to get that for you. I think it's gonna be great <laughs> for your house. I think it's gonna be amazing. Your bad friend. Honey, what are you doing? Pulling some slots. <laughs> You go pull your slots by yourself then. How about that? Yeah, you go pull your slots by yourself. All right, that's Cash the Ticket. We will talk to you guys tomorrow. (laughs)